Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. You can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD wherever you get your podcasts or head over to almostfamousradio.com. And tonight I'm being joined on the tiny stage by Sean England. How you doing, my friend? Great. Thank you, John. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. Thank you for making this work. Finally happened. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> we were here maybe three or maybe four years ago. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a hot minute. So yes. uh, before we get too much further, introduce us to you and who's in studio with you tonight. I have Chris Poudrier on drums. And Pedro Verdugo, bass, and Jim Robitaille on guitar. Fantastic. And tell us a little bit about yourself, for those who missed the first time you were here. Well, I've written and played for years all over New England in different radio shows and so forth. I was on here many years ago on Burt Lewis's show. Yeah, the Round Midnight Jazz Show. Yes, Round Midnight, and that was probably in the 90s. So I assembled this new band i've reached out to all of these guys although we actually have history together we go back pedro and i went to berkeley together chris and jim and myself met many years ago at a gig i had in brockton this little bar i'd be happy to have that gig back if i could but (laughs) (laughs) but um and i played with chris uh before and obviously no jim so i wanted to put this new band together and it's worked. It's worked great. We've recorded some new tunes. We just did it over at Ultrasound with Joe Clapp. We just played at the Spire. We we had a, a great night. They actually sold it out. Fantastic. Congrats. Yes, thank you. And we have to say hello to Ed McGee, who did the sound for yes, us over there. Yes, we love Ed. Yes, and he did a great, great job. It was a really great night, and it was a great venue. So after the you know pandemic and so forth, we're just trying to get back to it and get back out there. So it's original blues, and there are jazz elements and rock as well, So as you can hear. Yeah, it sounds great. So you dropped an album a couple of years ago, 2018. Give us the information on that. That was called Parking Lots and Doom Queens. That was a different lineup. Uh, there, a lot of different people were on that. And with this, I wanted a band and just the same four guys. I didn't want to add other players or singers or other things or background, you know, anything. I just wanted it to be... A four-piece rock band. Sounds great. Or blues band, but a combination of both. You if know. somebody wants to follow along tonight, where's the best place to find you online? Uh, my website, which is www.seanenglandmusic.com. However, these guys all have their own Instagrams and Facebooks. and Cool. We'll talk about that in so a bit, but let's start off with some music. What are we listening to first? Uh, the first one we're going to hear is Scarecrow. All right, let's hear it. We have Sean England and the band live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Guys, whenever you're ready, it's all yours.
heard about a scarecrow living in a field He'd look at you as if he were real I heard he was bound by rope Stuck in the earth tied to a post Not sure, I believe But the blind are led to see Not sure how I felt So I went to see him for myself And a crow circled me Did he know who I came to see? Came upon a scarecrow, felt like a shrine Held by nail, tied by wire He was more than what I'd read Beef stuffed in the cloth, eyes of thread I saw the blood that stained his clothes It had flown from where he'd been sown The field was all he'd known I knelt in the dirt, then he spoke Don't judge me from where you sit Look at yourself before you wonder how I've been stitched Sean England and the band sounding fantastic tonight on the WATD Tiny Stage. It's not that often we get a full band in here, so uh, let's go around and, and introduce the band one more time, Sean, if you would. Okay, Chris Poudrier on drums, Pedro Verdugo bass, and Jim Robitaille guitar. Let's talk about that song, Scarecrow. How did that one happen? Well, I wrote that probably 15 years ago, I think, and I've rewritten it several times, and I just whittled it down to what I finally wanted to say with the song. I like particularly the riff, and again, that's more of a rock and blues feel. Like I said earlier, I just wanted to record these new things with just this group of guys. So it's a band, you know? I mean, I've done so many pickup things, or you see if you can get this particular bass player or drummer or whoever to fulfill a gig, but I'd rather just keep it with these guys where it's a band, and, you know, if they can't do it, I won't do the show or whatever it is. We'll book it when we can all do it. Sounds good. The band's very quiet tonight, so I'm going to ask the band some questions <laughs> here, too. I'm going to start with you, though, Sean. Your earliest music memory. How did music first become part of your life? Oh, boy. That's a great question. I think my parents had a pretty eclectic album collection, and I think it was from that. I just going through their albums and also early Austin City Limits. I used to... Uh, I remember seeing B.B. King on there and Willie Nelson. That would probably be my answer. I mean, I think going, th you know, Beatles records and whatever else they may have had, you know. Fantastic. Who else wants to take the question? Yeah, I was probably maybe seven or eight when I 
I think I heard the Beatles, of course. I was a little bit younger than uh, some of the musicians that I played with that heard the Beatles perhaps when they were 14, 18, 19, 20 years old. So I'm sure that resonated different when you were older. But I started off pretty much, you know, banging pots and pans. And a quick story is uh, in fourth grade, when I signed up for music lessons, the band director, who ultimately taught me how to play drums for the first year or so, wanted me to switch to clarinet. (laughs) So so, uh, my mother booked it on up there and said, no, that's not going to work. No, he does is hit things all over the house. So that, you know, she stood up for me, God bless her, and that's, you know, that's that. So a mom that encouraged drums, that's that's rare. (laughs) Yeah, you got it, exactly. Well, have you heard the clarinet? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's not Benny Goodman. (laughs) Who's next? Well, so um, my name's Pedro. I play bass. When I was a kid, I wanted to play drums, and my parents didn't want drums in the house. And uh, much later, I found out they really didn't want musical instruments in the house. But that being said, you know, bass kind of worked because it was sort of a thing you could do quietly in the house. And uh, here I am today playing it. You know, I was told for a long time I couldn't do it, and I just fought. It was a classic, tell me you can't do it, I'm just going to do it anyway. Here we are. And last but not least. Yeah, uh, I'm Jim, guitar player. So my parents were just trying to find a way to get me to stop <laughs> practicing, you know. I sat around eight, I had a little kid's drum set, you know, since we're talking about drums a little bit, that I completely destroyed, in, you know, within a week, you know. Most things don't last too long. But, you know, I got into uh, British blues and, you know, Hendrix, Jeff Beck, early on, you know, playing along to albums and the radio. And then, you know... Moving into you know different dialects of music later on you know from junior high into high school, so you know I have a blast playing in this group. You know it's just I, I love Sean's music and love playing with, with all these guys. Well, you all sound fantastic. So let's do more stuff live. What are we listening to next? The next one is Drown. Let's hear it. We have Sean England and the full band live in studio tonight, ninety-five-nine WATD on the tiny stage. Before I see 
my reflection in the water carried away to a stream the river's warm it's waiting for me i'm invited to go now drown in peace i'll be one again the deep water down where no one can bother me climb from the river free forgotten and let them sink to the bottom let me drift away let me leave let me drown today let me breathe let me wash away let the seas allow the waves to welcome me. Sean England with the live band in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Sean, talk about that song. How did that song happen? You know, it's funny. I, I look back and I try to remember where these things started from or came from. 
but I really can't. I think what it was, another one that I've written a while ago, it's a little different. It's sort of a, a, you know, a jazz feel to it, but it's still sort of a rock thing. I really don't know where it came from. Um, The lyrics are not about actually drowning. It's more about sort of a financial thing that you might have around your neck, like taxes, oil tanks. (laughs) Because <laughs> we've been talking about that on yes, just sort of the way we live financially. That's really what my my point was with all of this. You know, Boston has always had a, a rich history of jazz and blues, going back to like Scullers Jazz Club mm-hmm. and, and places like that. How did you find your place here in the Boston South Coast South Shore music community so far? Boy, I'm still trying to do that. To be honest with you, John, I think we are different. Uh, meaning. We're not a cover band. We're not a tribute band, which I know, you know, that's very popular today. And uh, we're far from that. But we could also be considered when we play live a jam band because we have that jazz element where we're all taking choruses or maybe even trading fours or things that most blues bands or rock bands aren't doing. So I think that's the difference. And I think people like the energy, particularly with these guys. There's a lot of energy. It's always on whether we're recording rehearsing whatever it's always that energy which i have not had with other people quite honestly other combinations so anybody in the band is welcome to jump in on this question but once you all came together as a band how long did it take you to find that energy and how long did it take you to get up to speed with with playing with each other and and, you know feeding off each other's energy it was there right from the beginning i was was gonna say two seconds yeah exactly literally two seconds And we always have fun. We're always looking at one another, laughing, and just yes, it's what a, it's all about. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a, basically, it's like an extended conversation, rhythmic and harmonic sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to, you know, like Sean will present a piece of music, and, you know, sometimes he'll revise the pieces, but it's like a little bit of a terex, you know, like we just begin the tune, we have an understanding of the, uh, the form, and then... Everything unfolds because of the energy, you know, of the rhythm section, you know, Chris, Pedro, and, and, you know, myself, and then, of course, you know, Sean as well, because he's playing rhythm guitar and as well as lead guitar. So that's what's cool, because the chemistry of everybody comes together, and that is what creates the um, atmosphere of, of, the, of each piece, I feel. So cool. That's Sean England. We have the full band live in studio tonight. 95.9 WATD. It's the almost famous tiny stage. We're up against our first break of the hour. We have a lot more to get to. More songs to share live as well with Sean England and his full band here on 95.9 WATD. Pack in just a few. And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday night, 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined tonight on the Tiny Stage by Sean England. How you doing? Great, thank you. Thank you for making this work. It's been a long time coming. Yes, it has. It's great to be here. So who do we have in studio with you tonight? Uh, we have Chris Poudrier. Pedro Verdugo, and Jim Robitaille. And show with us again your online information. Where can you be found? www.seanenglandmusic.com And you've got an album that came out in 2018 and new music on the way. So talk about what's out there and what's coming. So what's coming is a uh, 
four-piece EP, but also we did so well in the studio. Uh, we recorded at Ultrasound with Joe Clapp, and we just got so much done, we ended up with a few covers that I might just do a full album, to be honest with you. My goal was to just do, or my intent was to just do a four-tune EP, four new originals, but we were able to get so much more done in just a few hours. So that's coming out probably in a few months. Very cool. And you've got the album we talked about that came out in 2018. Where is yes. that available? Give us the that's information on that. That's Parking Lots in Doom Queens. That is available on iTunes, pretty much every streaming service, iTunes, Amazon. You can get it anywhere. There's plenty available, believe me. And we're coming very, very close to the end of the year. Just a few more weeks left. If somebody wants to see you live, where's the best place to learn about show dates? We're going to, well, the best place would be at, at my website, on my website, um, which is www.seanenglandmusic.com. And you've got some show dates coming up. Yes, we do. We're going to be at Lookout Farm in Natick, Mass. Then we have uh, some tentative dates with Stone Path Malt Brewery and also the Kingsbury Club those are aren't solidified yet, but they will be soon. We will actually also be back at the Spire Center next year. We just finished a show there that was really tremendous. Yes. One of the best nights I've had, to be honest with you. Very cool. Got to send our, our love to Ed McGee. He's yes. the, uh, the sound genius over there. And he was excellent. He made it a wonderful night. Let's continue with your music. What are we listening to next? The next one is St. James Infirmary. Let's hear this live. Sean England, live on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm going down to St. James Infirmary to see my baby there. She's stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fair. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she could search the world wide over. She'll never find another. Bury me in straight leg britches A box back coat Stetson hat Put a gold piece On my watch chain Let all the boys know I died Sing hallelujah. 
now that you know my story Give me another shot of that booze If anyone should ever ask you Tell them I got the same cheap and That is a mouthful of a title. Talk about that song. How did that song happen? That's actually a traditional jazz tune. I redid it. I just turned it into... That one was... Our, our version tonight was a sort of a rock version, but we also do it as a march, and we it's actually just one chord. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. And we play I didn't even notice line. it. <laughs> yeah. It's one chord, and uh, we just... We, we play that in a, a, a ver- variety of different ways. So talk about, we talked earlier about how you found your place in this community, but talk about how you discovered your sound. How did you first get into jazz and blues? I don't know how I got involved in, you know, interest in jazz, but um, I think just going to the record store or reading about certain artists and you just pick things up and listen and try to figure out why it's great or, you know. Was that your first, like, introduction? Did you, like, experiment, experiment with punk or rock? Or oh, I like, like I like pretty much, yeah, every genre. I, I love uh, the Sex Pistols and the Dead Kennedys and all of that. But just jazz and blues kind of fit naturally into your I think vibe. blues and rock more so now. The original stuff, you know, it's, 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 it's not really jazz in the traditional sense, you know? I mean, again, there's improvisation, but it's, it's, it's more rock and... And blues, but yes, I've li- I liked I, almost really I, I, so many different people. I'm gonna kind of change my next question here up and throw the entire band into this. But talk about how your musicianship has evolved since the formation of the band. How have you guys evolved musically off each other over the time you've been playing together? Well, for me as a bass player, it's interesting because most electric bass guitarists play uh, fretted instrument, which is Similar to guitar, it has frets, notes are in tune everywhere. With this band, play a fretless bass, which is similar more to like an upright bass. You don't have the defined places to put your fingers for the notes. You have to actually put your fingers in the right places. But you can also slide into the notes and you can find other notes between the notes that are pleasing. And it's, it's, it's a more challenging instrument. The first time I brought it on a gig... And Sean said, no, you have to bring that bass every time. So for me, this is really gratifying. It's just really fun to have an outlet for fretless bass with this band. Do you have a favorite bass player joke? A favorite bass player joke. Did you hear the one about the bass player who locked his keys in his car? (laughs) Took him three hours to get the drummer out. (laughs) Excellent. Maybe four with me. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Well, let's continue with the uh, the live stuff. What are we listening to next? Uh, The next one is Traditional Blues, Love in Vain, Robert Johnson's song. Let's hear it. We have Sean England and his band live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Whenever you're ready, it's all yours.
followed her to the station with my suitcase in my hand I followed her to the station with my suitcase in my hand hard to tell Your love's in vain When the train Rolled out the station I looked her in the eye When the train Rolled out the station Looked her in the eye I felt so lonesome I couldn't help but cry station with two lights on behind when the train rolled out the station with two lights on behind the red light was my baby Tell 
your love's in vain Sean England with the band live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Let's talk about that song. That's a traditional blues tune. That is uh, Robert Johnson's song, The Rolling Stone. A lot of people have covered it, The Rolling Stones and so forth. It's just a song I've always loved and always wanted to record. And um, again, it's, uh, you know, it's from the 20s, I guess. The Stones version is one of my favorites, but, you know, I've just always loved the song. Well, speaking of which, let's talk influences for a bit here. I know you talked about some of the artists you grew up listening to, but uh, we'll throw the whole band into this. Who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to present day? Okay, yeah. So when I started playing drums, drum set, I was self-taught all the way until college. Basically, yeah, my roots are rock and, and, and such, so I was, you know, listening to, you know, the Jimi Hendrix stuff and uh, Led Zeppelin and... You know, like I said, I was a little young when the Beatles were p- pumping out all those albums. But, you know, when I got to be like 13 or 14 or so, I remember when my cousin brought home Led Zeppelin too. And, you know, no disrespect to the Beatles. They are who they are. They're legendary, of course. But, you know, when you hear like a song like Whole Lot of Love mm-hmm. coming from the mm-hmm. Beatles, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a different level of musicianship. It's, yeah, and then from that point on you know i just gravitated towards that sound so i I jumped into like deep purple black sabbath and of course aerosmith back in the day too it was for me it was a sound thing that kind of i gravitated towards and uh yeah i ended up playing jazz very very late a quick story there i was at umass amherst i was mostly at that point in time i was a self-taught like i said a a, a, you know a rocker and uh i was a for you know an accomplished format uh classical marimbist at UMass Amherst, and I was walking in the halls one day, and I, I heard an African ensemble, or so I thought. I opened the door. There was one guy, Royal Hardigan, so one guy that sounded like about 10 people, hmm. and uh, he took me under his wing, and kind of that was when I embarked on the journey of learning jazz at a late, late stage of my life. So I do both. Fantastic. Yeah. Who's next? Okay, I, I guess I'll jump in. Well, like I said earlier, you know, I... I was listening early on, you know, what I was first exposed to was like, you know, British blues, you know, same trajectory, like, you know, uh, the Beatles, of course, but like Chris, you know, I was a little young too, you know, when they first came out, but, you know, Yardbirds, you know, Hendrix, and then, you know, even like uh, Dwayne Allman, you know, as a guitar player, loved him, still do. And then in junior high into high school, got heavily into, um, learning jazz you know i was self-taught for about four years and then i got into you know learning the other parts of the language you know learning how to read and write music so coming out of junior high high school i started to get into jazz and studying classical guitar and trying to write music you know which i'm still trying to do it's amazing the different you know people that you meet along the way and the musicians you know like in this situation with these guys you know you you, de- you develop friendships but you develop um these musical um alliances you know or, or you know it's very communal and then you keep returning to it you know like Chris and I play in many different situations you know different um environments and different albums that, that we're on so it's just, uh, you know, an ongoing journey with all this. But being in this band, for me, definitely brings me back to some of the earlier roots that, you know, the, the music that I first was exposed to, you know, the, the blues, the electric blues, uh, um, rock, 
that type of thing. And that stuff is timeless, Jim. It really is. It those, is. Those, it's those it's in your blood, you know. You know, it's totally in you. You know, it is. And when you say the Yardbirds, I mean, you're talking Jimmy yeah. Page. You're talking Jeff Beck. Yeah, right? you're talking studio cats that could play. Like, yeah, really play. Back yeah, in the day. yeah, and like Chris mentioned, you know, Zeppelin, the early Zeppelin, Zeppelin they, stuff. They, they were all studio killing cats. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Rapid fire question here: A song you wish you had written. Boy, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. <laughs> well, actually, no, because he never made it. That didn't make any money. Yeah, whatever uh, tune made a lot of money, that's the one. <laughs> I would say Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. What was that really, Led actually, Zeppelin? Any, any, actually, <laughs> Pink Floyd, uh, White, uh, the Pink Floyd album that's been on the Billboard charts oh, for the last Dark, dark Side. Yeah. Dark Side. Anything on yeah. Dark Side, I would have loved to have written that because you're yeah. collecting royalties. That's still. a very good, good point. Somebody yeah. last week said Happy Birthday. <laughs> yeah, but I know there's no money. Nobody made any money it's in that. Real, true, right? Well, Royalty free, right? That song is interesting because as a musician, I have significant problems with that song. The octave. No one gets the octave if, mm-hmm. when they're not musicians. You hear this at restaurants, minor sixth, maybe. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> and then you've got like three alternating keys. Go. It's just it's it's yeah, too yeah, difficult. Yeah, it's like... Right, and the part where you got to blow the candle out. Exactly. <laughs> Especially Stop. in this post-COVID age, like, you're going to blow on that That's cake, true. Really? It's a traumatic experience. Well, let's do more music for you guys. What are we listening to next? Um, the next one is Little Dreamer. Fantastic. Let's hear it. Sean England, live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. When you were heading for the skies But you were young and bold And baby, didn't I change with the wink of your eye Now no one's talking about those crazy days gone by No one talks about the times you cried Little dreamer Little dreamer Then they voted you least likely to succeed I had to tell them, baby, you were armed with all your need Now no one's talking about those crazy days gone by No one talks about the times you cried Little dreamer Little dreamer
Sean England with the band live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, with, if I'm not mistaken, a Van Halen tune. That's exactly what it is. It's a Van Halen <laughs> tune, but I stripped it down, um, and it, we play it much different than they did, obviously. Theirs was a little more involved, but I just broke it down to a like a, just a four-chord rock tune. Fantastic. Sounding great. Thank you. When you're writing original music, talk about your songwriting. How did songwriting first become part of your life? That actually came... I don't know, maybe 15, maybe 20 years ago, I attempted to write things. I, I tried writing when I was younger. The first tune I wrote, I uh, was a drummer and I, we were probably 15, we were in a rock band, and then we realized we thought we had this great tune, but it was actually Fool for a City, you know, the Fog Hat tune, so <laughs> we realized that. <laughs> so I kind of put away the writing for years, and I just played guitar and did the jazz thing and played, you know, did that stuff. And... um I just had this uh, yearning for some reason to there's certain things I wanted to put down for whatever reason um and I just it was just it was just a desire I had that I I couldn't I for some reason I got into this real I was just inspired I would be driving and stop and write things down so that's really it sometimes I'll just hear a line or a phrase or something will come to mind and I'll write a whole song around that you know fantastic we are up against our final break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you guys? Yes. All right. We'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD. We are live on the Tiny Stage with Sean England. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday, 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass in studio tonight, being joined by Sean England. How are you guys doing? Great, thank Great. you. Thank you. Awesome. Who is in studio with you tonight? I have Chris Poudrier on drums, Pedro Verdugo on bass, and Jim Robitaille on guitar. Fantastic. And share with us the online information. Where can you be found online? SeanEnglandMusic.com. And each of these guys also has their own websites and various social media. Yeah, share those guys if you would. Sure. Uh, com, www.jimrobitai.com, Facebook and all that stuff. I kind of have nothing because I'm a bass player and there's very few of us. And so I don't have to do much and people call me anyway. So <laughs> I apologize. However, on social media properties, I am Mr. Bay 68, M-R-B-A-S-S 68 on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, and I'm uh, on Facebook as Chris Pudria Senior SR. When you drop the pick inside of the hole of your guitar, what's your favorite way to get it out? <laughs> I don't. I leave it. <laughs> you turn into a maraca. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I don't play guitars with holes in them. <laughs> we have time for one more song. What's it going to be? It's going to be Heads in Mississippi. Before we hear it, talk about it. This is actually an old blues tune. Uh, ZZ Top did it. I've always loved the lyrics to this one, and we just play on it. Let's hear it. Thank you guys again. Get home safely. Best of luck with everything in the new year, the new album, the EP, and all that stuff, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Great. John. Thank, Thank you, John. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes, yeah, indeed. 95.9 WATD.
I'm shuffling through the Texas sand But my head's in Mississippi I'm shuffling through the Texas sand But my head's in Mississippi The blues has got a hold of me I believe I'm getting dizzy in Memphis Lord I felt like I was in heaven I keep thinking about that night in Memphis Lord I felt like I was in heaven stumbling through the parking lot of an invisible 7-Eleven Is it? 